Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Canton's next cast as the Hall of Fame induction ceremony takes place over this weekend. And every year this thing pops up. We can have a debate. Who's the more deserving? Who should go in? The way I look at it going into next year, there are two people that are first-time candidates that should be in automatically. They should be. And after that, the debate begins. Clarity begins. As the wide receiver position has a log jam. The secondary log jam. So we're going to look at that. Also, uh, tradition toodaloo. As the Rose Bowl has seen its last, well, yeah, Pac-12 v. Big Ten game. Now, they still could hook up just based on sheer draw, but the Pac-12 going to be the college football playoff semifinal this year and folding into the future, going to be a part of that quarterfinal round. Yeah, tradition done. Isn't it interesting? For a sport that brags about tradition. It's a sport that really doesn't care about it at the end of the day. So we're going to look at that as well. And we're going to start off actually with Patino's plan. Rick Patino has an idea. Separating college football from the rest of the college sports. So we're going to dive into that as well. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram. Can be a part of the show as well. Harp on Sports Facebook page. Harp on Sports, the YouTube channel, and of course, HarpOnSports.com. Okay, where to begin? Rick Patino, I like what he says. I like his idea. It's the Notre Dame plan, isn't it? It's funny where Rick Patino comes out and says, hey, look, college basketball, every other sport should be regional. College football, it's okay for it to be national. Isn't that what Notre Dame does? Notre Dame's off on its own. All the other sports are part of a conference. It's not? Isn't that what they do? It's the Notre Dame plan, isn't it? Look, I think it's a great idea. There's no way on earth if I'm a major network, I'm going to do it. If I'm ESPN or CBS or Fox, why would I do that? I've got, especially if you've got the Big Ten or the SEC. If you have the Big Ten network and the SEC network, why on earth would I give up this juggernaut that I built? For what? For what? The NFL is very similar, isn't it? When you think about it, think about how the NFL is. Fox has the NFC. CBS has the AFC. Now it's changed a little bit. NBC has Sunday Night Football. If I'm a major television network and I've spent billions of dollars for these rights, I'm just going to surrender them? And then you get into revenue distribution issues. If I'm a college football program and I break off and make my own money, Within a university, does the university then need money to trickle down to the other sports? Does Title IX still apply? Now, a lot of questions that need to be asked here. I understand what Rick Pitino is doing. I understand the logic. But you're asking networks to give up potential uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. At first, it sounds great. But if you're a conference and you do this, or if you're a school and you do this, players are going to unionize immediately. Why wouldn't you? If you're no longer on the jurisdiction of the NCAA, I'm unionizing immediately. May not be the worst thing in the world. Could there be more money involved? You bet there could be. 
Does it make sense to spread things out a little bit? Of course it does. Rick Pitino's got a great plan if you're starting from scratch. But you're not starting from scratch. You're not. And that still leaves schools like Washington and Washington State out in the woods. Or excuse me, Washington State and Oregon State out in the woods. Leaves them all alone. I don't know what's going to happen with Cal Stanford. No idea. I went through and looked at the money on this. And look, he's already right to some extent when it comes to some schools. The Big East is already this way, isn't it? And he brings it up and it makes sense. Because his basketball conference is a power. There are football programs in here, at least not any good ones. St. John's, UConn, Seton Hall, Butler, Xavier, Villanova. It's already a basketball conference. Now, look, certain schools have double-dipped when it comes to this. I mentioned Notre Dame, independent football, plays everything else in the ACC. The Big 12 is kicking around the idea of Gonzaga joining as a basketball member only. I don't know what that means, but we've seen this stuff before. We've seen schools in certain conferences and then not in other conferences. It happens in hockey all the time. I know hockey is not the most popular sport, but look, you have different conferences in college hockey. CCHA, Big Ten, you have your own, where you have my alma mater in one conference. You know, the Big Ten, Notre Dame, Notre Dame is not in the ACC conference when it comes to hockey. See, so there's another sport where teams have branched off onto their own. College baseball is more uniform than hockey. So again, as as I look at it, Patino's plan is not the worst thing in the world. But the TV networks are never going to go for it, ever, unless they can find a way to make more money on it. And you'd have to, again, if I'm the Big Ten Network, I'm looking around going, wait a second here. I've got LA, I've got Chicago, I've got New York, I've got, why, why, why do I need to dissolve this? You're basically, this is, and I'll give you an analogy here. You're basically a billionaire. It's like, what you need to do is you need to invest in all these properties. Why? Well, it'd be great for everybody else. I don't care about anybody else. Most billionaires and most really, really rich people didn't get to where they are because they care about everybody else's well-being. They got there because they built a monster and they cared about their own well-being. It's the truth. Do you think, think about this. If that were the case, the Big Ten just grabbed, and basically the Big 12 started all this, but when the Big Ten, actually the Big Ten kind of started all this, at least in the last few years. When they grabbed USC and UCLA, they didn't care about the Pac-12. They didn't care about the SEC. They cared about themselves. Now you want them to not care about themselves? Well, it's for the greater good. Used to be that thing for Notre Dame. Notre Dame needs to join the Big Ten. Why? Well, to bring balance to college football. If they care about that. Pass. Hard pass. So, we'll see. Uh, Again, I, I don't... It's a decent plan, but isn't that what already Notre Dame's already doing and you hate them for it? TV networks are never going to go for it. Ever, 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 ever. Okay. Unless they can find a way to make more money on it, which your conference networks would be in trouble at that point. <laughs> These are money-making machines. And the only reason colleges would want to do it is to branch off away from the NCAA, but in doing that, now you're going to have to share money with the players. Which gets me to another point. Um, I looked at the Pac-12. And it dawned on me. Rose Bowl, Pac-12, Big Ten's done. 
Now, this was a tradition that was pretty much set in stone until the early 2000s, once the Rose Bowl became part of the BCS. Through the cycle of everything, the Rose Bowl very quickly started to see teams that weren't usually Big Ten or Pac-12 teams. Was Washington State the first one that stuck their nose in there? Well, Nebraska really was. the Nebraska and Miami were the first ones, right? Nebraska and Miami had a national championship game there. And then all of a sudden, you know, over the years, it just, Oklahoma, Georgia, it, it wasn't what it was. So this has been something that's been going on for 20 years now. But the la- you've seen the last Pac-12 Big Ten Rose Bowl. It's kind of sad, but you have. And you go through and you look at it. A sport that prides itself on traditions. University presidents and ADs don't give a damn. They don't. I don't care about traditions. I care about making more money. I get it. I'm fine with it. But I, anytime I hear a university president or an AD talk about their traditions, you don't care. You don't care. And this started to happen, you know, when Nebraska joined the Big Ten, Nebraska, Oklahoma, like, whatever. What about this? Texas, Texas A&M, whatever. Well, this bowl ties in, you know, for the longest time you had your bowl tie-ins, tie-ins didn't you? Big Ten, Pac-12, Rose Bowl, SEC Champ Sugar Bowl. Orange Bowl was Big Eight, or you could have some independence in there. And then, you know, random conferences, ACC, it depended on where things went and lined themselves up. But for the Southwestern Conference is always the Cotton Bowl. Pfft. I don't care about any of that. I don't. And everybody that demanded that the college football playoff expand, this is what you get. When the college football playoff expanded, the conferences looked around and said, we got to get more teams in here. How do we get more teams in here? Strengthen our schedule. How do we strengthen our schedule? Add more teams. Keep money in-house. Money, money, money. Which leads to the point about Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher came out this weekend and said, well, this is all about the almighty dollar. Stop it. Nobody, Jimbo, Jimbo, what, he said $100 million deals a coach four years ago, five years ago? Come on. It's funny how tone deaf some coaches are. I remember Nick Saban about five, six years ago said, um, college sports aren't a business. It's like, oh, guys, come on. Come on. Dabo Sweeney said, uh, Dabo Sweeney, about the players being paid, they shouldn't be paid. Isn't it funny? When people get paid, they don't think you should get paid. And it goes back around. It comes full circle. Think about where we are now with all the conference alignment and all the changes take place. Well, that's just business. That's just business. That's just business. Athletes want to make money, want to go to a school that gives them the most opportunity to make the most money. They're selfish, ruining the sport. Athletes wanting money, ruining the sport. Conferences, commissioners, presidents blowing up conferences. It's business. What a bunch of hypocrites. hip o crits Across the board hypocrisy. They're full of it. Double standard. Double standard. What's the line from Animal House? They can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. Niedermeyer. It's a double standard. Guys want to go out drinking with their buddies, hang out, go to promiscuous clubs, but get mad at their lady for going dancing with her friends? Come on. Be a bunch of hypocrites. That's what this is. So all this tradition, all this, but the conference commissioners and the presidents don't care. Do not care. Don't care. 
And the fact that they wrangled Congress into this NIL stuff. Oh, this is a big problem. This is a big problem. This is a big problem. Oh, we're going to move conferences. We're going to blow up the entire college football landscape and destroy an entire conference because it's business. wonder if Tommy Tuberville and Joe Manchin will get together on this one. I bet not. I bet not. Hypocrisy, capital H. Freaking joke. Yeah. Ugly, ugly, ugly. All right, I wanted to wrap with this. Uh, Hall of Fame weekend. And, ooh, boy, Joe. It's kind of funny because what Joe Thomas goes in and not a ton of fans there. It's 90 degrees out there in the blistering heat. I know they want to do it outdoors, and I get that. I And it's Canton. It's never going to change unless you put a roof on that thing. And I'm sure the Hall of Fame's looking around and go, do we need a dome on this? I mean, you're talking about $100 million for a roof. But even then, it's still going to be baking in that thing unless you make it a complete enclosure. I... And they used to do it at night. I, I don't know why they got rid of doing it at night. I don't. Saturday night, I thought it was really neat when they used to do it on Saturday night, and then the Hall of Fame was Sunday night, the game. I don't mind the game being on Thursday, but can we move this thing back to the night? But few and far between. You know, Zach Thomas goes in, Joe Thomas goes in. I Look, I like the class. I thought it was a decent class. DeMarcus Ware, Rondé Barber, it's a good class. Now I look at next year's class. And, you know, you can have your debate on guys that should be in or going to be finalists. The Fred Taylors, it'll, it'll be interesting to see when he finally gets through to be into that legitimate finalist pool where he's actually being seriously considered. But, and I look at it, his stock will pop up every now and then until certain running backs come onto the board and then they leave. I, I look at a guy like Frank Gore. He'll be in there. He'll steal all the thunder that year. And as these running backs retire, big name running backs, it'll be interesting to see what like a LaShawn McCoy and those guys do over time. But as I look at it, going into next year, you have a log jam at in the defensive secondary and a log jam at receiver. To me, the two guys, first ballot guys are in automatically are Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates. Julius Peppers, I mean, Antonio Gates with maybe the two best players at their position of their era. One of the top two or three at their position of their era. So those are check, check. Then you got a bunch of guys like Andrew Luck, you know, the Patrick Willis is the world. I, I don't know what they're going to do with some of these other first timers. You know, Eric Berry. Probably not. Haloti Nada, probably not. The cycle's going to have to go through with those guys. But Peppers and Antonio Gates are in. Now you have to deal with log jams. And I'll go to the contributor side first and then work my way up the contributor. Marty Schottenheimer, Mike Holmgren, Mike Shanahan, Robert Kraft. One of those guys is going to get in as a contributor. One of them. Which one's going to get in? I don't know. But you're looking at the guys that are going to go in. Each of those guys are going to go in in each of the next four years. Check, 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 check. Kraft, Shanahan, Holmgren, Schottenheimer. Marty passed away last year. So if I had to guess if any of those guys would go in, I'd say it'd be Kraft or Holmgren. We'll probably do Holmgren, then Kraft, then Shanahan, then Schottenheimer. So one of those guys will go in as a contributor. And then you have your veterans, and they get a couple. Joe Jacoby, Mongo McMichael, Ken Anderson, Roger Craig, any of those guys are fine. Look, the thing about those guys, 
is the veterans committee, or at least the veteran side of things, they put three of those guys in and if you don't get in, then you get in the next year. So, I mean, if I had to pick any of those guys, I mean, Jacoby should have been in and probably Roger Craig should have been in. And look, if, if those guys get in, if somebody else, and there's more than just, you know, the ones I threw out there, but any collection of those guys is fine. Here's where you get your, what do we do? The three guys, again, Peppers, Gates are in. Then you need to clear log jams. And the log jams are here. Uh, by the way, I think Dwight Freeney gets in too. So let's put free, even though he's already been on the ballot, I think Freeney slides in because you got to get somebody from the defensive front in there besides Pepper. So Pepper's Gates, Freeney. Now you need to look to offense. So now you've only got, you've got two guys in the gun defensively, Antonio Gates offense. Here are your offensive examples. You have log jam at receiver and kick returner. Reggie Wayne, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Devin Hester. One of those guys is going to get in next year. Reggie Wayne, Tory Holt, Andre Johnson, Devin Hester. Who? Good good, good, good guess. If you want to go down the line, if you're going to put Freeney in, it makes sense to put Reggie Wayne in since it's a Colts-Colts thing. You could have the Colts play in the Hall of Fame game. And those things are done. We've seen it with the Steelers in the past. We've seen it with the Bears where multiple guys go in from the same team. Peppers, Gates, I think Freeney, if Freeney gets in, then Wayne will go with him. And then you just got to find somebody defensively. And your defensive backs, where you now safeties, you have a log jam. It's what? Well, I already mentioned Patrick Wilson. That's more of a you know linebacker situation. But Darren Woodson, Albert Lewis, the guys in the secondary that you're going to have to start checking some of these guys off the list. So I'm looking at the finalists from last year. They're, if you're a finalist last year, you're going to be a finalist again. So I, they need to clear up some of this clutter. And they had this with a couple of years ago with offensive linemen. They had a bunch of guys. And each year they just start checking one off the list. Check, 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 check. They're going to have to do this with defensive backs, especially with receiver. Receiver, they're going to have to start checking some of these guys off the list. And they probably can wait a little bit on Devin Hester. But Wayne, Holt, Johnson, Reggie Wayne or Andre Johnson, one of those two. And Reggie Wayne would make the most sense if you put Freeney in. So that's how I look at it laying out. Andrew Luck. Boy, you could really go nuts, couldn't you? You could go Wayne, Luck, if you really wanted to do Andrew Luck, but I don't, I don't think you can. Decent little run. Just not long enough. So there you go. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports, Twitter, at Harp on Sports, Instagram. Harp on Sports, auditory route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Harp on Sports, Facebook page, Harp on Sports, YouTube channel, and of course, HarpOnSports.com. Remember, Stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.